What up, guys? Welcome to the Bible Leadership Podcast. You know, with all the hardship the world is undergoing lately, I want to talk about what to do when your world caves in. Now, this was originally a series of posts on the blog, which got turned into an ebook, which I'm now going to read you the audio version of that ebook, which you could buy on BibleLeadership.com or Amazon.com. I want to let you know that these lessons are best reflected on. They're the result of many years of difficulty and their long lessons in the kingdom. Like a bag of tea in hot water, the longer we let it steep, the flavors work their way in. I hope it encourages you, and if you get value of it, do me a favor and send it to a friend. When your world caves in. Part one. Have you ever been in a long-term trial? I mean a long-term trial. For four and a half years of my mid-twenties, I had a completely life-halting autoimmune disease. The pain was excruciating. I became thin as a rail, skin and bone, able to eat almost nothing. While doctors could describe what was happening with my body, they could not explain why. This is discouraging after four different doctors don't know what to do. My body shut down. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't support our family. My wife had to go to work while I stayed home with our daughter. In my case, I had no idea if I'd ever get better, and each year my energy, along with my hope, was decreasing further. I found it easy to accuse the Lord. How could He let this happen to me? Part of the difficulty of being sick for four and a half years was the torment of unanswered questions. Why is this happening? Could this have been prevented? If this is God's discipline, is there a lesson I'm supposed to learn here? These kinds of questions can drive one absolutely bananas. Here are two wrong turns for us to avoid when we're waiting for deliverance. Number one, don't be thrown by the fact that we're suffering. As hard as this is to hear, don't be surprised by the fact that you're suffering. 1 Peter 4.12 says, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through, as if something strange were happening to you. Suffering often appears completely meaningless even to people observing it from a distance. How much more to those who are in the middle of it? Indeed, the very cross of Jesus Christ itself didn't look like anything but waste and senseless violence. When you don't understand God's ways, trust God's heart. Remember these truths about God's heart toward you. We live in a broken version of the world, which is different than the one God designed. You're not alone. Your Christian brothers and sisters around the world are also suffering. God is with you in the suffering. God knows how you feel when you're suffering. God knows where you are and where you need to go. God has a purpose even in the midst of this pain and God won't leave you. Number two, don't settle for easy answers. In the heat of trial, one of the worst things we can do is presume we already have a thorough understanding of the situation God is bringing us through. Wise people seek understanding and even correction when they're suffering. Assuming we're right and everyone else is wrong is a mark of immaturity, arrogance, and severe short-sightedness. During the early months of my sickness, I would confidently assert things like, This is so God can test my faith and His healing power. Or, this is because I messed up really bad. Presuming we already have the answers tends to shut us off from learning. Sure, there were aspects of truth to my suspicions, but even when we do understand some things, there are deeper levels of revelation that the Lord is often desiring to impart to us. God is not in a rush the way we are. He knows that some lessons take a long time to sink in. Is it possible that you're understanding a situation wrongly or only partially? Instead of assuming you understand your situation, keep humbly praying to see what else God wants to tell you about the purpose of your suffering. Have you really taken the time to pray and fast and ask what else God may be trying to communicate to you? 
Remember Rebecca, who asked the Lord to help her understand why her pregnancy seemed so difficult? The two children struggled with each other in her womb, so she went to ask the Lord about it. Why is this happening to me, she asked, Genesis 25:22. So she went and asked the Lord, Don't stop short. The Lord may not bring clarity right away, and He may not answer everything you want to know, but even now you can count on the promise. He is still a rewarder of those who earnestly seek Him. Hebrews 11:6. Gentle teacher, I bring you all I have, pain, confusion, assumptions, accusations. Remind me again that everything you do, you do for my good and your glory. Please strengthen my brothers and sisters who are hurting around the world. Give us grace to reach out to you, to receive your power and perseverance, and walk in your footsteps, meek and resolved to obey. Please show me anything I'm missing or not understanding rightly. Thank you that you will never let us go.